the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. wrestling i am one of your co-hosts as always mr luke jacanetti would like to thank everyone for downloading and listening to the show today we've got a great show today where we're going to be taking a terrible terrible risk and putting the content of our show in the hands of you our listeners because we're doing listener feedback but i'm not doing this by myself this is not a one-man booth i am not joey styles and this is not ecw so i have my (laughs) co-hosts here with me you hear him laughing right there as Raven would say, shut up, I haven't introduced you yet. Uh, the hair metal hero, Chris Tyler. The audience sucks. <laughs> Sorry, just gonna, gonna get that cheap heat, cheap heat. Cheap heat, man. You tell you ECW, the Dudleys, they, that, that was their whole thing, right? So, <laughs> Your sports yeah, team so. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from a different place than you. <laughs> I have different languages and culture. <laughs> And you hear from life in there, our other co-host, my brother, Mr. Jay Jackanetti. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's some moron at home that says he knows how to fall. Yeah. Stop the damn match. So, so, my God. Oh, my God. He's broken in half. The problem is the Dudleys didn't insult your sports team. They called you fucking assholes. Uh, every girl was a whore. Like, they just swore at you. Like, that's one of the great parts about uh, being at the original ECW. You'd go there, and it's like when Bubba Ray would come out and he'd be like, and fuck you, and fuck your fat whore next to you, and fuck that slut. And I'm like, wow, this is very different than the uh, the independent show at the high school. You know, 
Well, and, and that was after Gertner would spend 10 minutes. Oh, my God. Get out. Just giving Squeeze a long-winded my... <laughs> explanation. Right. Squeeze my lemon till the juice runs down my leg. So big I'm hurting her. Gertner. <laughs> the, the one I always liked and I have used, and in fact, uh, I, uh, I did a guest spot on another show. And I was introduced, I introduced the host because they have an introduction before like a cold open every episode. And so I said, I'll do the cold open. And I introduced them and I used one of Gertner's. I said, uh, the man who as of last night took such liberties with your mother so as to be legally considered your father <laughs> in 17 states. That's, yeah. man. Dude, I never introduced like that. Gertner, when he would get in there, I mean, he's nothing to look at. But you, he get in the ring, and he would just do that stuff, and people would just be like, "Oh, we're supposed to boo him." I'm like, oh, "Yeah, you fucking marks, of course." Like, yeah. it's cool. This is like the cool shit. Like, this is why we're here, you know, kind of thing. So, we're yeah. we're here for this kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. But uh, moving moving from a legend in his own mind, perhaps with uh, mm. with Joel Gertner. Uh, some sad news, unfortunately, as as has become something of a trend here on Get Back to the Wrestling. Uh, just this week, as we were um, uh, preparing to record, uh, word came down by of the death of legendary professional wrestler Harley Race. Um, I know Harley was in his 80s, I want to say. 76. Had, uh, 76. I was close. So, uh, yeah, unfortunate news this week about the passing of, of Harley Race. You know, I'm, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of odd in that. I, I, I know Harley from his time in the NWA and with, uh, you know, with Vader later on, but I best remember him as the King Harley race when I was <laughs> a little kid and, uh, you will bow before the King, uh, <laughs> you know, with, with Bobby Heenan and fighting junkyard dog and hacksaw Jim Duggan. And, and, uh, you know, even then doing such a silly gimmick, Harley was so, so great. He was such a professional. He could make that ridiculous gimmick work and not, you know, not look like a buffoon. Right. So that that that's so Jay, I know you're a big a big Harley race guy. Yeah. The shame is is them they, they played the thing on Raw and then SmackDown they end the middle of the show, a little tribute to him. And Kelly goes, Man, I, I remember him as being Vader's manager and like so yeah. even Kelly, who's not a huge wrestling fan like from that time, and definitely never watched any WCW except until I had her watching it much later, um, she remembers him as Vader's manager and that's you know, she doesn't really remember him as the king or any of that stuff, and it's kind of funny because, um, you know, here's somebody who really is outside of the Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage and kind of, you know, that the WWF of the, of the mid eight of the eighties, and you know, for her to kind of know that. But Harley Race to me, I mean, uh, I mean, he's he's uh, you know, um, he's uh, what he's how would uh, I'm trying to think? Gordon Sully would say. Gordon Sully would say he was a. Uh, He's a mile wide and a whatever yard thick or something like that. Like somebody, he was just he was just a man's man. But to me, my one of my favorite stories and I don't remember who told this on one of the shoot interviews. Um, he was in someone's car and he uh, was had a puke and he didn't want to puke in the guy's car, so he'd throw up a little bit and swallow it down. Throw oh. up a little bit and swallow it down. And they're like Harley, he goes, "I wasn't oh, gonna God. puke in your car, man." You know, kind of thing. Harley's <laughs> always smoking his cigarettes and drinking his beer and. Um, and yet you look at him and you're like, how could this guy go out there and do our Broadways? And he did. Um, you know, he was he didn't look like the athlete of the day, as Dusty Rhodes would say. Um, but uh, no, no, he had that accentuated dad bod. Yeah. But you know what, though? He's one of the toughest son of a bitches in the world. I mean, <laughs> you know, and, and to a man, everyone. I mean, yes, everyone agrees. Haku might be the toughest human being alive ever. Um, but like 
you know, everyone said, oh, Harley Race, was a, he was a man's man. Like, he might not have been the, the great technical wrestler, uh, like a, a Fez or, a, um, you know, a Dory Funk or a Jack Briscoe. But if he went in the ring and things went sideways, he would, he would hurt you. He just would bust you up. So, um, you know, it's going to be – it's a shame. We, um, you know, we'll miss guy like Harley Race. He's uh, – you know, it's hard. When we're looking back at things, we're looking at the picture I sent you guys the other day. And it what it's all the a Survivor Series team, and there's literally no one alive in the picture. It's me and Gene interviewing yeah. like Andre the Giant, Frenchie Martin, Bobby Heenan, you know Harley Race, Dino Bravo. And you're like, oh my god, doesn't seem that long ago, but um, he'll be missed. You know, one of the elder statesmen of wrestling there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you know, and it's funny, and it's not to say funny, haha, funny, but uh, what I just saw today, Billy Corgan announcing that uh, the NWA is going to start doing TV tapings in Atlanta um, in the fall. Um, and let's face it, I mean, the when, when, when Luke and I discovered the NWA uh, at my grandmother's house by mistake, uh, <laughs> TV, TBS, I'm like, oh, my God, there's other wrestling? Oh, my God, this is really good. Um, they were taping, you know, in Atlanta and stuff like that. And they were hardly raced on those TVs and stuff before he became the king and stuff like that. So uh, it's kind of things come full circle sometimes, you know, so. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, well, yeah. Go, go ahead, Jeff. No, I'm just saying it's just it's and, and you're right to be able to take a gimmick like the King, and uh, to be honest, I mean Jerry Lawler obviously has been the King for you know like seems like a million years, um, but like to be take the gimmick and WF of the King, um, outside of Booker T, I don't think anyone else ever truly took it to new levels the way uh, Ray, Harley Race did. I mean Haku was fine, King Mabel, whatever you know kind of thing, but. To really embrace yeah, the, the only, game. the only, yeah, the only other one I'd put in there Savage. is Savage. Yeah, yeah. But, but the Macho King was still kind of its own thing, though. You yeah, know, it wasn't quite. It wasn't quite the you King know, gimmick. He just called yeah. himself that. He didn't wear the purple robe or nothing. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, yeah, but again, it's a shame that we have to, you know, we haven't seen this like so often. We record and we have to report the sad news. I mean, Gene Oakland, you know, and, and obviously you know Harley Race and stuff like that. And, Again, it's yeah. the inevitability yep. of time. So, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's uh, everybody. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That that uh, n- that bitch doesn't put anybody over. I think we can all agree with <laughs> no. that. No, it's worse no. than Goldberg. Except Lazarus. This might be the greatest comeback since Lazarus rose from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, as 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 uh, everybody would say, I'm back from the dead with the shaved head. <laughs> No? Okay. It was Everlast, wasn't it? Not Ever yes. Ready. Everybody's, I said Everlast. I said Ever Ready. He said Ever Ready. Uh, it's, it's been a ever long time. Everybody's like the Kmart version of, of Everlast, isn't he? <laughs> oh my he? god. He's, been the, the, he's not with the House of Pain, he's with the House of Pancakes. You know those guys. You know. Oh, I would be with the House of Pancakes. You would be with the House of Pancakes. I'm never going to live that down. Bare Metal Heroes spitting spit Venom with the House of Pancakes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From Artery yeah. Jam Records. Yeah, well, that's the thing. In Massachusetts, we don't have a lot of Denny's around, so you're stuck at IHOP. Oh, man, we could rock some Denny's down here, but, you know, we also got Waffle House and oh. Huddle House down here, so. Oh, man. I need to rub you that know, in. You know you're in a you know you're in a Waffle House because you immediately get a nickname. You know, it's Ooh. like, what, what do you have, sweetie? What do you have, Shug? What do you have, honey? You know? I like it. Actually, uh. in all seriousness, are you guys familiar with the Waffle House scale? For um, that FEMA uses? No. This is a 
You sound like you're having a stroke. Stop for a second. Oh, um, okay, folks, we're having some technical difficulties there. Luke, you're going to have to redo that. You lost you there. A whole bit. <laughs> okay, let me turn the camera off. I'm there sure you that's go. Not no, yeah, yeah. So. No, no, no. You said, oh. <laughs> now I've got. Now I, now, now I miss your soul patch. What the hell, man? <laughs> Come on. <sighs> we're live, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that again. Oh, we're live, brother. No. We're live, brother. So, so as I was saying, so FEMA actually measures the damage done in areas that are impacted by by uh, severe weather, based on how well a Waffle House can operate. Because Waffle House can operate without power, so if they if they can operate with just like propane heat and stuff to run a a griddle and a fryer. So it's like you know, you know, shit is real when Waffle House ain't open because Waffle House will stay open all through the goddamn hurricane. So okay. you know, if Waffle House so is open, you get something to eat, get yourself a waffle, some scattered, smothered, covered, topped hash browns, some coffee oh, that'll you know be able to to melt the uh, melt rust off your carburetor, yeah. that kind of shit. So. <laughs> it'll, it'll fix a crack in the engine. Oh, <laughs> oh Waffle House uh, is great. Yeah, but uh, you know it's funny. Yeah, well, yeah, it's funny. In, in Greenville County, South Carolina, we have one of the last K&W cafeterias in the nation and one of the last SNS cafeterias in the nation just because we got a lot of old white dudes who like eating at cafeterias, and most of them work in engineering. That's those but anyway, you open the doors, right? No, that's an automat. The cafeteria, uh, it's it's like you guys, it's, it's, like, it's like a go. Oh, yeah, oh, get your train oh, oh. Go, like we had one of those in Albany back in the day. Yeah, no, I, I knew you talking yeah. about. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, I, K&W used automat. to be everywhere. Now, now there's not, there's like, there's like less than 100 left in the U.S. Yeah. My hometown had one of the last 25 blockbusters. <laughs> you know, we're, on the, uh, we're on the cutting edge down here in the cutting Southeast. Edge. The cutting edge. Who, who's You're talking about that bio from Netflix when you had the chance? <laughs> well, yeah, um, hey, we have a Netflix distribution center in Columbia, man. At least we used to. I, yeah. I think we're at Duluth now. But anyway, you know, Jay, you made allusion to the NWA and TV tapings and the fall. And while, you know, good on Billy Corgan because he basically piggybacked off of uh, Sinclair and Ring of Honor in order to learn, hey, how do I do television? Can we do a couple of shows together? There's another promotion that's gotten one or two things, one or two uh, people talking on the internet that's apparently doing TV tapings in the fall. And uh, that's all elite wrestling coming to TNT in October. Uh, yeah. Two days before the SmackDown debuts on Fox. Totally coincidental. I don't. Yes. I don't see any. Yeah. Totally, totally <laughs> by coincidence. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. So this for those who may not be aware. Uh, All Elite Wrestling is formed by the group formerly known as most of the Bullet Club, now called the Elite. So Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, um, uh, Hangman Page, uh, Kenny Omega, and they are backed by a uh, a large amount of money. A lot of and money. And they are trying. I guess what they want to they they you know I'm I'm not sure exactly that they, if that's what their motivation is, but that seems to be what they are. They're taking mostly indie guys. Uh, a lot of the, the names I just mentioned are a lot of the big stars. John Moxley, formerly Dean Ambrose, uh, there as well. Uh, many other guys that you'll probably recognize if you watch any indie wrestling. So what do we think? Uh, 
wrestling back on a Turner network, first off, that's kind of the big deal to me. Uh, you know, wrestling was one of the cornerstones of TBS and then TNT later, uh, but yep. certainly TBS putting them on a national level with wrestling from uh, Ted Turner. So wrestling back on, on a Turner network. What do you think about that? Hero? It's, it's, it's been a while, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's funny to think, I mean, everything's cyclical, man. Isn't it? I mean, that's just what yeah. it seems like. It's been 18 it, years since it yeah. was wrestling on a Turner network. Yeah, I mean, and there's, there's talk of NXT going to what FS1 or something too. Yeah, it's like the counter program against it. I don't know. It's, it, I mean, the the TV exposure is huge. I mean, it just is because not everybody's going to pony up the money for the WWE network or Hulu. You know, some people, the people, the the Joe Six Packs out there that are ride or die with their cable or satellite. That's how they're going to be consuming it. And, you know, there's still a lot of people that take their media that way, you know. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to depend on what kind of shares they get, you know, in terms of viewership. But I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I mean, it's going to make it harder for me to watch stuff now, but whatever. (laughs) Because I'm a cord cutter. Well, I I get it this way. The the problem becomes, and and this is something that... um, uh, as much as some people would love to, to say Vince McMahon did not try and kill the NWA back in the day with the blocking of cable pay-per-views and all stuff like that, is uh, instead of just letting the AEW run on Wednesday nights, the talk is now to put, oh, we'll put NXT on on FS1. Well, uh, then AEW will go, well, we're going to run live shows then, right? We'll run ours live. And then now NXT will have to run live, which will mean – the NXT Tag Team Champions really can't be on Raw and SmackDown like they've been the last couple weeks, so they haven't had to have any tapings. Like, so now that means guys have to be there. So what it, in the end, will hopefully mean is that we get better wrestling. Uh, yeah. People actually give a shit now. But I just, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, how are they going to do this? Like, WWE has, like, a thousand guys that are never used. They use the same four fucking guys. We know who they are because they're also the same guys who are in every peg everywhere. Um, if you, again... Folks, if you haven't watched any of the videos where Haley and I are fig hunting, you'll notice we find the same figures everywhere. Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, you know, the the, the Roman Reigns of the world, whatever. There's, those are the top guys because those are the guys who were featured all the time. So is this going to be a chance for people to get exposure? Is it a chance to, like, I mean, are, you can't run WWE, you can't run raw kind of shit out there on a Wednesday night against AEW. Whether you like AEW or don't like AEW, yeah. right, you can't run it out there because – Raw is just all talking and yeah. nothing, you know? Yeah. And the AEW, what they'll do is they'll say, okay, fine, we'll just run um, MJF, who I think is one of the hot, youngest heels going. Like, to me, he in a couple of years, he's going to be the top heel in the business. Um, his biggest downfall is that he's a little short, but nowadays that doesn't matter, right? And <laughs> I wish I was joking, right? He, they'll run him out there against somebody, whoever, and, and they, you know, they'll put them in a match and let him go and have them steal away the audience. And once people get in the habit of watching, like what happened in the Monday Night Wars, right? It, they get in the habit of watching. Well, back in the day, what, what happened? Nitro went to three hours, starting at eight o'clock. Well, Raw had to start at nine. I'm like, we used to watch it all, you know, kind of thing. Yep. And nowadays yep. with DVRs, you know, people will definitely DVR all this stuff. Um, I, to me, I would not run NXT on FS1. Um, I think that's a bad move, but. If that's what they're going to do, then it better be live because if it's taped, 
especially when NXT's like taped, like they do five or six shows. I mean, they like put it the NXT UK is still showing stuff from the the the, the festival that happened in April or May, right? They're still showing stuff from that as like as because they taped like two or three days and like three hours a day, so they're making you know make hour long shows. I don't know. I I don't I don't I, I I've I've read the same. I don't read those rag sheets. You guys know more about that than I do. <laughs> I've read those same rumors okay, that you guys have about. <laughs> Lex, why don't you tell us about working with Harley Race? I came in one day to do TV. They said, Lex, you're going to be working with Harley Race. And that's how I started working with Harley Race. Yeah. Oh, want to well. elaborate that? No. He has two He has two <laughs> interviews that are completely and absolutely different. The one is well, that. Well, what happened, I think Sting said, you know, Lex, you got you to gotta talk during the interview. That's, yeah. Oh. And then, and then the other one, it he goes miss. way in depth. And I'm like, holy crap. But the first one's on a CD. It's a, it's a CD shoot. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is great. It's three CDs. I'm like, Lex is going to spill the beans. It is literally over and over again. Well, I don't, I don't know much about that. So, Lex, know, it was said that you could look at a house and figure out how much money it was. I go, well, no, nah, I agree. I couldn't do that. <laughs> okay, so uh, wait. so uh, wait. tell us tell us about the great match, the, the infamous match you had with Bruiser Brody. Yeah, I went to Florida and I had a match with Bruiser Brody. So what happened, Lex? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I left uh, the cage. Like literally, yeah, I, the, uh, yeah. Brody just stopped working, so I just left the cage. Yeah, I just left the cage. <laughs> and then they ask him the exact same questions later <laughs> in a different interview by the same people. And then I guess he then starts going into all, oh, I don't know what happened. Brody stuck it. I'm like, is this the same guy? Like, was he on Thorazine the first time? What happened anyway? Sorry. I'm, I'm guessing drugs were a factor. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. Just, so anyway, Luke, you well, were saying. Lex Luger notwithstanding. <laughs> Um, I've, I've read those same, I've read those same rumors about that. I've also read the rumor that if SmackDown doesn't pull good ratings on Friday night, they're going to move it to FS1. Uh, there's Fox has not said anything about that. I can't see Fox doing that, frankly, uh, because whatever rating SmackDown's going to pull on Friday, I guarantee you will be better than Fox's current Friday night lineup. Sure. Uh, you know, SmackDown has already been proven to work on Fridays. It ran on Fridays for many years on both um, alternating on, I guess, uh, UPN and uh, CW and even MyTV for a while in there. So any network SmackDown has been on. But as far as AEW, I think the difference uh, clearly to me is that, okay, so when Nitro launches on TNT, all right, who's on that first episode? Um, You know, you've got – now, admittedly, the first match, of course, is Brian Pillman and Jushin Thunder Liger. And I think that we're going to get a hugely athletic show at AEW. I don't think there's any question about that. They've got some guys that do shtick, but mostly they got athletes, you know. Uh, but who else was on there? Hulk Hogan was on that episode. Lex Luger was on that episode. Randy Savage was on that episode. I They don't have the star power to do that. And that was the advantage that Bischoff and company had with Nitro was what Chris, you made an allusion to this, to Joe six back casual wrestler. They're yeah. flipping around. They see, um, Hogan you know, and who, Savage. I'm stopping. Oh, yeah. Them. If you see yeah. Hogan and Savage on TNT versus, uh, you know, Duke, the dumpster Drossy <laughs> over on raw, you're going to stay with Hogan and Savage. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And AEW does not have that. I mean, uh, they, they just don't have that, uh, that, that acceptance. I think they're banking on, just producing a an edgier product, a ironically because it used to be WWF was the edgier product, right? That's how they managed to beat beat Nitro because Nitro was the edgier product, and then they out edged the edge, and then they had Edge, you yeah. Know, but uh, so Adam man. Copeland, top guy, he doesn't carry bags. 
But the, <laughs> the thing that I, I really think it's going to come down to if they can, like you say, if they can find an audience just on their and and it's going to come down again. I, I don't I don't mean to keep coming back to Eric Bischoff, but it's Sarsa, right? It's it's a weekly television show that's different than putting on a show like like All In or Double or Nothing, where it's a supercard. Right. Putting right. on a supercard is one thing. Putting on a weekly TV show is another thing. That's where Nitro has succeeded. That's where we've seen WWE programming not succeed for quite a while. There has not been a compelling weekly episodic format to this product in quite a while. Um, and, and I'd like AEW to do that. I don't know if they can. It'd be interesting to see. Um, I, I do think it's either starting at two hours. That's the thing. I would have thought they would have started at an hour and worked their way up. But I guess that's when you're when your competitor's doing three hours and two hours, you can't start it out, yeah. I guess. Well, I think the other thing too is that that means they know that even if WWE decides to run NXT against them, that NXT is only an hour. So WWE would have to kind of plan that out to run a two hour show. They have to re redo their formats and redo their things and change it all up to get it to a situation where they could maybe be able to run against because because WWE runs an hour against them, you still have an hour unopposed, right? You know, kind of thing. Yeah. So. Um, I, 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 so what you either do, yeah, you do, yeah, you say you change format or library, but you okay, it's the best NXT matches from the last two years, yeah, and you know, and, and we're going to give you two of those matches, two of those 20, 25 minute pay-per-view main event as the lead into our live show so don't watch that crap with those guys you've never heard of watch us instead yeah well we'll see what happens i like it this way is uh a guy like chris jericho is still i mean again he's he's kind of a big enough name uh where he could be someone who's out there so if you saw jericho you might stop people do remember him from the 90s um you know the other problem is is that uh uh i mean I mean, as much as people like, well, everyone knows who the Young Bucks. No one knows who the Young Bucks are. No. Cody Rhodes is not. It's not. You know, it's not Dusty Rhodes. It's still Cody Rhodes. You know, kind of thing. And, and no, no, no offense against Cody, but he's. You know, he doesn't have that. It's, it's not Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's not The Rock. It's not that level of star. Uh, no matter how good his work rate might be. Um, and like I said, I mean, a guy like MJF. MJF is great. I love MJF. I watch him MLW all the time. But he's certainly not the guy. You're like, ooh, look at that guy. Like he doesn't stand out. He's not Ultimate Warrior. You know, kind of like, wow, look at that guy must be a star. Like, you look at the Warrior, you never doubted that that guy, he looked like a million dollars. His work was crap, but he looked like a million bucks. You know, kind of thing. Sorry. So the only solution is you got to put... Go, we just couldn't go bell to bell. You got you got to put Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy at the front of everything, because that'll draw <laughs> eyes. Yeah, well, I, 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 Jay, I agree. Jericho is Jericho's their their biggest face, and Jericho is yeah. a guy that has such multimedia crossover appeal yeah. between his podcast and his rock band and everything else. So, it will be interesting to see. I do think it's funny. I read I, I read an interview with uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. and uh, he was say they asked him, was like, "Oh, well, any chance you be working with AEW?" And he made a really good point. He goes, "Well, they don't have a lot of really big guys, so I think I fit in really good there." <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, 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 you got they got you got a bunch of smaller guys. You yeah. want one big dude, right? Yeah. So yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. The uh, I mean, the thing is, with ML, I mean, MLW right now, they run theirs. You can watch their stuff on YouTube, and it's been outstanding. Uh, Davey Boy Smith, uh, Teddy Hart, and Brian Pillman Jr. formed the, the Hart Foundation um, there, and they, I mean, what they're doing on ML, MLW TV, which is all just taped. You know, it's like they tape a whole bunch of it and they cut it up over a bunch of weeks. Uh, what they do in their weekly stuff is great. And if AEW can somehow produce quality, stuff that looks as good as that, like by way of like storyline and keeping you invested and all this stuff, I think they'll hook people. 
Um, I think what's going to yeah. be the problem is if they go full shtick and they kind of go wink, wink at the camera. Like, the, the, and this is what bothers me the most is that we keep hearing like, well, you know, AEW is not going to be like WWE. They, they, they're not going to be all this stupid comedy. Horse shit. They do stupid comedy. They just want to do their own stupid comedy. Like that. It's not that the, the young bucks don't want to do shtick. They want to do their shtick. And it's like, okay, but your shtick's not funny all the time. And I don't want funny, you know, kind of thing. I mean, yep. there's, there's a reason why that literally uh, I, I managed to watch all of the Clash of Champions in order. I watched all of the, the – I started watching all the WCW pay-per-views in order. Like, why? I watch all that old stuff. I love watching old stuff because when it's done well, wrestling is wrestling. You don't have to have shtick and comedy and all this stuff. Yeah, it has its place here and there, but not every every segment, you know. I mean, yeah. No, no, you're you're right. I mean, you know, I, I, it, it's it's funny. We're actually at a point now where your ability to consume wrestling is greater than ever before, especially if you're cheap, um, because you can watch you can watch like the past year's worth of Impact for yeah. free on their network. Now you can watch MLW for free on YouTube. You can watch Ring of Honor uh, weekly on their website, or you can watch all their television for I think the past year on Fight TV. Right there's. You know, you, you can get, obviously, the WWE Network. You can get New Japan's Network. There's lots of wrestling out there. So I will – I'm very interested to see if AEW can separate themselves from that. Again, there's there's WWE and there's everybody else, right? Yeah, so if they right, can yeah. separate themselves from that everybody else and, and get up in there, then, uh, then, then it will be good to see. I'm also interested in what their production is going to look like. You know, Roman Reigns made – they were on an investor's call this week, and they asked Roman Reigns about it. Because Seth Rollins was pretty, he he basically said that he doesn't want to hear anything about AEW because they're competition. He doesn't he doesn't want to talk about them. And Roman was a bit more diplomatic, as befits a top guy like like Roman Reigns. Um, and top guys, so the, we're coming for your mom. So more accurately, the moms are coming for us. <laughs> dip, dip, dip. That's it. That's it with the club. They be the greatest thing WWE has produced in like two years. It was weird. As are shit. you a mother? No, and we they walk. <laughs> anyway, um, and he said, well, he goes, he goes, you know, it's not just the guys in front of the camera. He goes, what about all the guys behind the camera? He goes, the production and all the, the crew and all that. He goes, that, we have the best production staff in the world. He goes, so you can't just, you know, it, it takes a lot to get to be able to produce a show like we do. And that's a real good point. Yeah. WWE has always had really good production, and they know how to produce this type of show. Again, whether you like the content or not, I'm talking just about production. And AEW's production so far has been, you know, obviously showing growing pains for their first couple of shows. So be interested to see if they can get it, get all the uh, the uh, wrinkles ironed out on a weekly on a weekly broadcast. Yeah. But that we will have to wait until the fall uh, to find out on that. So if you want more information on AEW, uh, just shout it, and I'm sure someone will yell it back at you. As, as <laughs> <loud> as <laughs> yeah. But uh, but as I said earlier, we are. Sticking the content of the show, we are taking a great and terrible risk providing the content out to the listeners. Oh boy. You know, that's not something that's done out there in Radio Land. It's simply not. <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it, it's like Open Line Friday, basically. Uh, and uh, for those of you in Rio Linda, just to keep the rush references going, that means we're doing our email. So we're taking a look at our email sack. Our and if you would like sack. to get it to our, our bulging sack. sack. Our, he, and, and his carries his bulging sacks in his great big arms. That is so I have heard it said. Uh, you can email us 
at getbacktotherestling at yahoo.com. You can also get in touch with us on Twitter at GBTTW Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for Get Back to the Wrestling and join our group. You can also find us on YouTube. Just yeah. search or Get Back to the Wrestling on YouTube, and you can subscribe to us there. And uh, we'll put all this stuff at the end of the show as well. So let's get right into the emails. And our first email is from good friend of the show and loyal listener, Mr. Russell Bragg. So And it is entitled Get Back to the Wrestling 3 Gimmick Matches. Hey, guys. Great show as usual. Just so you know, I am caught up on my listening but behind on my email writing. <laughs> Gimmick <laughs> Matches. Aren't we all? Uh, I used to be a much better podcast emailer, that's for sure. Then I had, you know, work and family and all this other stuff. And when you stop making your own, then we have less time to write other people. It's like, stop writing emails while you're driving, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Russell continues, gimmick matches was a great topic. Like finishing moves, it will be hard for me to pick and rate just a few. Pay-per-view-wise... The Royal Rumble was always my favorite. Woo-hoo. Don't know what kind of matchups you're going to get until the countdown ends and the next yeah. competitor arrives. It began in the beginning. It was just 20. Later, they tried 40. I think 30 is the perfect number. Well, just like Mr. Fick said, I got the perfect number. <laughs> yeah. The 51 was a disaster. Yeah. It's just too many bodies, man. Like if could you all right so the Booker goes to the guys in the in the locker room yeah fifty is going to be in it you're not going to see much screen time <laughs> like you know, I guess it's an easy well, day's pay but except you got to fly to uh, you know over along that Dubai or whatever out. yeah right yeah I didn't watch makes that makes you wonder you know you know hero that's a good point makes you wonder did Titus do that on purpose. I don't know. That was, that, you know? was the, that wasn't the fifty man one. That was the other one. That was. The I greatest. thought that was the greatest Royal Rumble, which was the fifty man. No, that was. Oh no, the fifty man. That was that was a forty man yeah. greatest Royal Rumble. And that was yes. Titus World Slide. You know, Slide. <laughs> you know, it could it could have been it could have been a work man because it, 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 we were still still talking about it months later. I tell you, <laughs> no, if, 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 you know it would work if he had done the slide on the ring and then crawled out the other side. Then you know it's a work. Uh, this one, I think, this one might. <laughs> Plus, on Botchamania, what was that? What was the thing called? Um, yeah, but, yeah, Botchamania. Botchamania. Yeah. They were like, so uh, can you tell us all about what happened here? Well, I was running down the ring, and then I got my feet caught, and like they show a replay. Like, did you just rip one? Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> all the Good Brothers, you know. Oh, oh man, uh, Russell, Russell continues. Truthfully. <laughs> I can't think of any significant matches leading up to the main event Royal Rumble. The Rumble was the main thing for me. And I there was a long time that that was true that there might have there were other matches, but the Rumble was the main event. It wasn't until I want to say around like the Shawn Michaels era that you started getting um when like Shawn was the top guy, you dropped the ball again, Shawn. Uh, that, that <laughs> you started getting in the short shot. <laughs> well, he's the showstopper. Yeah. Those cheerleaders took you and did a number on you, Sean. But uh, so, yeah, so I think he's right. I mean, that to me, that's always the thing. Unless it's a really compelling matchup at the top, and now you've got to have you've got to have two world title matches at the top of the Royal Rumble card. Usually, the Rumble is the most entertaining part. And I will say, this past year, they did end the the show with uh, the the women's Royal Rumble and the men's Royal Rumble 
at a prominent spot, obviously earlier. So they, they, they've been kind of doing that, getting back to that a bit because, you know, they, they've put so much emphasis on the road to WrestleMania, you know, and, and all that. So I think they've gotten back to that a little bit. And I like that. I like the, the rumble itself being the main event of the as it should be. Yeah. Agreed. The, the, the problem is, well, I'm trying to think, was that when Taker died and then they, he goes up to heaven <laughs> and I don't know. Oh, the summer. I don't know. Is that the one where that? HBK came down with the friggin' white Puritans over it on? No, 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 that was a mania. That's a mania. That was mania. Yeah, yeah. Because, because then Alexa bliss used the exact same basic entrance. The, 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 the other year, a couple years ago, whatever. Well, she's um, a basic bitch. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So Russell continues on, and now he's talking to me. I like the original Survivor Series. Thank you, Russell. <laughs> Thumbs up for you, my friend. It was neat seeing individual wrestlers combined into teams and fighting each other. What do we get now? One of those type of matches? If we're lucky, amen. Yeah. Four by fours, Rude's Brood, the Hulkamaniacs, the Dream Team, all classics. I agree. I mean, that, that was half the fun was coming yeah. up with a cool name. Uh, my, my, one of my favorites of all time, of course. So after, uh, when, uh, when Ricky Martel was feuding with Jake Roberts and he blinded him by splaying oh, arrogance. In the arrogance. Place. What was the team name for Ricky Martel's team? The visionaries. Yes. <laughs> uh, Russell continues. TLC matches are okay. I guess as well as hell in the cell. They make a pay-per-view for everything now. Yeah. T- yeah. I mean, TLC, it, it's just so when it, when it, when, when TLC was, was like, you know, Edge and Christian and the Hardy Boys and the Dudleys, they made yeah. a lot more sense, yeah. you know, rather than just throwing everybody in there in a schmage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can go back and watch any of those early TLC matches with those three tag teams. And it's like, yeah, that'll knock you dick stiff. <laughs> H-A-R-D. <laughs> yeah. Get, get, get your rhino hard with some blue chew. But, uh, Ooh, yeah. Outside of pay-per-views, Russell continues, I like <laughs> I quit matches. The brutality can be awesome in order to get your opponent to quit. I am pretty sure Ric Flair versus Terry Funk was the first one I saw. Oh, man. I, yeah, you don't That's get a lot a of one. I quit matches in, in WWE anymore. They do like the ambulance matches or the stretcher matches now because it's not quite as as uh, as gruesome. But the one that always sticks in my mind is being like, you know, like the knee plus ultra of way over the top and way too violent is, of course, the Rock and Mick Foley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the unprotected chair shots where he's handcuffed and all that, yeah. which they won't even show on TV anymore now yeah. at this point. I mean. Uh, just, I saw fantastic. Candace LeRae taking some chair shots from Io Shirai a couple of weeks ago on NXT. Yeah. <laughs> she took him like a champ. Took him yeah. like a champ. Yeah, you could be like you could be like uh, Becky Lynch throwing uh, you know crutch shots and hitting people in the face. Oh wait, yeah. no, never mind. Uh, I'm not to mention that. Oh, okay. The other thing with the reason, the real reason you can't do the the I quit matches anymore is because there's no territories anymore. So nobody's going off to another territory after they quit. Yeah. It's just it's just the nature of what it is now, unfortunately. Well, that was Terry yeah. Funk. He quit and then left WCW, and they were like, "Huh, that wasn't the plan." Terry was booked, <laughs> but he was like, "My horse is sick. I'm going home." <laughs> I wish I was kidding. He missed. He had a whole run. Terry Vince, Funk, I can't lose. Vince, I'm going to tell you, I gotta go home. My horse is sick. I'm Terry <laughs> Funk. I can't lose. 
Stay down, Stay you down, old bastard. Stay bitch. Stay down, you old bastard. Oh, my God. ECW. Oh, back in the day. Anyway, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I think with um, high quit matches, though, too, I think some of that it lost some of its edge now that UFC is so popular. Um, because yeah. people are like, mm, okay, like, I, if I wanted to see guys, you know, get submissions and whatever. Now, I know yeah. they're doing one SummerSlam coming up with uh, um, Natty. Your face? Natty and Natty. Becky Lynch. Lynch yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying is, like, but it's like, that's because their finishers happen to be submission holds. Like, guys yeah. just don't even have submission holds anymore for finishers. You know, it's like, okay. You know, it's everyone's doing some version of whatever, you know, and like, oh, I'll just I'll do my stunner this way or I'll I'll do my stunner like this or I'll, I'll be Randy Orton splashing water in my face. And then my wife will give me a an RKO into the pool um, or the or the very clever Death Valley driver on the ring apron <laughs> yeah. on the outside. It's the hardest yes. part of the ring. Hardest part of yeah. The ring right there. Um, yeah. Looks great. Yeah. I wouldn't want to take that. It's I'm part of the ring. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you're aware of this. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed that thing's got to hurt. Anyway, yeah, yeah. always be a Coley driver to me, but uh, yeah. it's still fake to me, damn it! But wrestle uh, <laughs> <laughs> continues. Pole matches can be good sometimes, <laughs> depending on what they are climbing to pole to get. Remember Viagra on a pole. God, yes, I do remember the Viagra on a pole match. I am shaking my fist at Vince Russo right now, brother. Everybody is. <laughs> brother, I got a fig now, brother. Uh, let's put Judy hey, Bagwell on a forklift. On a forklift. Brother, hey, Russell, to be genius. Russell, put I don't Judy mean Bagwell. to be crude, but there was an independent promotion about 20 years ago, and they, it was all ladies, and they had a, um, let's just say, a penis substitute on a pole match. So, yeah, don't look that one up. Don't. Yeah, so. yeah, you got, yeah, you use net marks that bitch and moan about, like, the Bellas. And Alicia Fox, oh God, you yeah. don't know. You just yeah. don't know. Okay, I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> Trust me, all, uh, I've, old, I've, old women's I've, wrestling I've, is not all pure. It's not all like juicy, juicy stuff. Like old women's wrestling is like bad a lot of times. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I, I still to this day remember being in college and tuning into SmackDown on Thanksgiving night to watch women wrestle in turkey gravy. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I well, tuned in specifically for that. It just happened to be part of the program. <laughs> hey, look, it's that's what it was. Yeah, I, I regret nothing. No, I mean that was. I mean, I've you know I said this. I said this. Um, I guess last year when when Ivory went into the Hall of Fame, I said I always liked Ivory because in an era where there was crap like that going on, she yeah. could still go out and have a match. Yeah. But if they needed her to do something ridiculous, she could do that too. She wasn't yeah. totally above being ridiculous because i really just didn't care you know <laughs> she she was she's like she she was you know she was a, a few years older than everyone else on the roster and had been around and had done some really ridiculous crap back in glow so i guess it didn't matter yeah. but, uh, <laughs> gotta make that money yeah uh russell continues after pole matches lumberjack matches i love a first blood match. first blood matches ladder matches and submission matches come to mind after that, you always just want something different in your wrestling watching. It can't be a normal match all the time. My favorite lumberjack. I love lumberjack matches. I especially like it when guys put on the lumberjack gear. That that makes it. That is so old yes. school. I love it. It's uh, it's it's like an old bunkhouse stampede where they all wear 
you know, oh jeans God. and flannel shirts and stuff. If you got to throw guys over the top of the cage. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to argue the logistics of the bunkhouse stampede. I'm not going to defend that. I'm <laughs> just saying. Dusty's worst yeah. idea ever. <laughs> I would throw them over the top of the cage. That's how far I got to throw them out, you see. <laughs> <laughs> Dust, how are you going to get them up there? I'm going to drag them up there. And it's not gonna, they're going to help me out, you see. They're going to post up on the cage a bit, but it's not going to matter. They're going to be so on the edge of their seat. See, and who's going to get thrown over the top of the cage? They're not going to notice that they're posting up on me. Get them out of there. See, the thing is, Chris, you laugh, and then we, 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 we I know it's dead on, though. Yeah, but Cornette was talking about this the other day, and he was like, well, Bobby Eaton had to drag his ass up to the top of the cage, and I threw the racket up a second time. This time, Dusty caught it and nails Bobby with it. Bobby did all the goddamn work to get him up the top of the cage. He goes, it sucked. <laughs> and I'm like, it sounds like it sucked. And I'm thinking to myself, going, oh, my God, I've never – I mean, I'm only, don't, I don't, one of the matches out of all of the – I mean, I've watched a lot of WCW wrestling, a lot of NWA wrestling. I have never rewatched that one, like, all the way through. It's just so bad. Like, and I like gimmick matches, so – That's uh, right up there with, like, the Doomsday Cage. As oh, my God. That yeah. idea. Yeah. Is a bad idea. I, you know, lumberjack matches. I always think, of course, of Booker T, uh, dressed as a lumberjack for the lumberjack match when nobody else was because Booker was awesome. Yeah. Yes, um, still is. Yeah, Booker's the the five time, five time. Can uh, you but yeah, I mean, what? can you dig it? Fuck. Uh, you know, First Blood. That's one again. You just you're not going to see on PG programming, but back in the day, yeah, you know, yeah. used to be good stuff. And, uh, you know, WWE, they, I will say, they get a lot of mileage out of the ladder match. You know, it allows them oh, to, yeah. from a from a purely storyline standpoint, it allows you to change a title without the champion getting pinned mm -hmm. or submitting, which is still a big deal. And, you know, so the Natmarks love that. But we got we to gotta protect, you know, random vanilla midget. It's all over. It's like, because you never watch wrestling. But, uh, yeah. So yeah, but and, and you know, but again, you got to get the right mix of people in there, and and I think again now that we have a Money in the Bank pay per view with three ladder matches on it, we've talked yeah. about this on that episode. It just gets diluted out. It's like, yeah. uh, you know, it's like fine. You, you, I understand you got two world titles. Have one guy with the Money in the Bank, not two, okay? And if you want to do the women, fine. Figure out another time to do that. Don't have a pay per view called Money in the Bank. That that is that's that's. To be 2019, that's problematic. Yeah, I'm I'm a sucker though. They got me. I'm a, I'm on Marco for any ladder match just because I don't know what I'm gonna see and I don't know if there's gonna be botches and. Uh, I'm gonna tell you exactly I, you're gonna see. Some guy climbing ladder, real slow, by step, and then yeah. you can tell when the match is over. The guy goes up real quick, gets the belt, it's done. It's like, ugh. like for once I see a guy shoot up the ladder and then taken down, like you know or. Like go slowly and then get to the top and actually get the belt. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, switch it up. <laughs> I mean, a that's little. that's or, why that's that spot with with Hardy and, and Edge. Yeah. That's like, I mean, you can't top that really. So how, you know, what else can you do? What that's, else can you do? Yeah. That's the greatest ladder match spot of all well, time. No, you totally could top it. Have like the the uh, whatever you're going for, the axe or the belt or the whatever, just fall off in the middle of the, in the middle of the ring and have the referee have to climb back up, put it back up, and it falls off a second time. They would never do that on a major wrestling promotion. Yeah. And broadcast it live and not edit it on pay per view. <laughs> right. And the people not paid. And not edit it off the DVD. That I own. Yeah, that, um, that people so, paid fifty bucks for. Yeah. But, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, but, hey, uh, you know, TNA cross yeah. a line. That's what it is. 
As Haley would say, cross, cross the line. line. <laughs> <laughs> I think she did that in one of the videos we just filmed. <laughs> yeah. I go, it's like TNA. She goes, cross the line. <laughs> anyway. You know what? I, I, after, after we've all been turned to dust by, you know, and, and the apocalypse has, has come and the machines have taken over, down in Orlando, they're still going to be taping Impact Wrestling somehow. I don't know how... <laughs> Nothing will kill that promotion, you know, oh. nothing will stop. But uh, just uh, so Russell finishes up uh, gimmicks, make it more interesting to me anyway. Well, better close for now. Hope all is well with you all. Congratulations to Chris on his recent nuptials. nuptials. And all is going well with you and your bride. Thank you for keeping me entertained at work. Russell Bragg, Clarksburg, West Virginia, former host of the DC Comics present show thank you very much russell great email yes. thank you always for your your patronage and i'm glad we're keeping you entertained at work because lord knows your employer ain't going to keep you entertained at work <laughs> that is true that is true unless you got i don't know just a really more interesting job than i have i guess i think everybody's got more interesting jobs than we have yeah well, <laughs> wow i just got really sullen right there for a second all right next email. what a downer <laughs> ah yes <laughs> See, that that's that's a that's a female wrestler, Debbie Downer. Yeah. Oh my God! Let's yeah. versus Mary Sue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is the that is a heel and a baby face matchup we can make work. Book it. Yeah. I say Debbie Downer. I'm immediately reminded of Debbie Desperado from uh, Southpaw. Everything I've ever dreamed of. All of these lotions gave me a rash, but this one gave me the least rash, so I guess I recommend this one. (laughs) What do you mean you only hired one? You can't hire only one. You need two. (laughs) You can't have just one. You can't have two. Oh, my God. Okay, so so wait, wait, wait. So we talked about this. no, No comedy and wrestling. That's a perfect example of that, right? That was something that was that's not done on Raw. You had to go look it up, um, yeah. you know. And you do, but it was hysterical. It was great, but it didn't overstay its welcome. They were really short things, and each one of those things was just really funny. Like you know, whether it be Rusev in the in the overalls or the <laughs> mustache falling off, or uh, Fandango looking like he's like three sheets to win. John Cena just like the greatest two weeks of my life. I was on <laughs> broadcast TV, right? Like it's just all funny stuff, but it's them being funny. Right? Yeah. They didn't have to do that on Raw. They didn't have to go anywhere yeah. else but there. You know, it's just saying. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I like the 24 7 belt. Like, that's the perfect kind of comedy bit that you can do because you get a bunch of people involved and you don't know who's going to get the belt. And it's intergender, which means crazy stuff can happen. Like, someone gets into the gynecologist. Just saying. Yeah. And it's, I just, it's funny. That is, that works because it's like three minutes each week. Yeah. You know? Right. And that's it. So, I, I I still would have liked to have seen just just because they're doing all this this uh, OG Bullet Club throwback stuff. Have Maria and AJ interact in some way, especially once Maria gives birth and then she's a mom. Then suddenly the club is going to be she's all about mom. that, right? So. She's already a mom, but it's still they gotta be careful with that. You don't have AJ and. Maria interact too much. We already know what's going to happen there. How did yeah. Mike Kanellis agree to that totally emasculating bit, though? Because uh, here's, here's, what... here's Mike Kanellis' entire thing. I like getting paid my giant contract. I'm going to continue doing this. That's what it is. So, ah, that's that's a tough pill to swallow, man. I mean, yeah. when, when she says, 
get on, get on your back like you always do. And I'm like, oh, she's like, no. <laughs> or I'll kick you in the vagina. I'll kick that, you in the vagina. And I was I, like, oh. I marked out hard for that. That's that is a See, great is, insult. That that shows you that it's 2019. Because back in the day, she wouldn't have said vagina. So like, she would have made some other reference uh, <laughs> without saying pussy. She would have said some other reference there, but it wouldn't have been vagina. You know, <laughs> although that's, uh, when she said that, I immediately I said to Kelly, because you know, sitting there, um, there's a line from the movie, was it Monster-in-Law? Whatever, the one with J- Jane Fonda. It's it's a shitty movie, but um, yes. <laughs> but Wanda Sykes says, you dislocated my vagina. And I love that line. <laughs> and I, I said to Kelly, I'm like, you dislocated my vagina. <laughs> Oh, man. Wanda Sykes was in the, the movie we watched the other day with, how was it, um, Ugly Dolls, I think? Right, yeah, Ugly Dolls we watched. And I go, man, I hope she has a vagina line. And Kelly goes, Jay, I'm like, what? There's no better line than, you just located my vagina. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, you have another email there, uh, Luke? And that bolting another story. email in the back <laughs> here. Let's get back to the sack away from the vagina. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> it, it's... Oh shit! Sorry. Oh god, 2019. What the hell are we gonna do with you? Uh, so this email comes from Eric Taylor. Uh, and, UWT. Uh, Taylor. Yeah, UWT. He's one of your. He's a uh, go fight pal. A, uh, yep. Go fight pal aficionado. We are. He is part of uh, the R. He, him and I are the R and D department. The R&D department. We are uh, R&D. Go, fight, go check out Go Fight Pal, the official card game of Get Back to the Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, very fun, easy-to-pick-up game uh, played for all ages. Yeah. Uh, he Ooh. writes in, and he writes in simply five-on-five. Five, and we had tasked our listeners with coming up with their five-on-five Survivor Series match. And that is what Eric has given us. And uh, his, his baby face team is called the american dreams and they consist of the u.s express barry windham and mike rotunda all right says, in my youth they were the patriotic wrestlers and had a great entrance song before hogan's Hogan. real american born in the usa by the boss bruce springsteen their partner the patriot the star-spangled dandy a flag-waving hero Captain America made real. Del Wilkes, the Patriot. Um, good choice there. Their partner, Kurt Angle, the Olympic hero. Nuff set. Yeah. And yep. Their, their team captain of the American dreams. The American dream, Dusty Rhodes. Eric says, a tough call over Hogan or Cena, but no one represented the average American better than the dream. That is one hell of a team of baby faces yeah. right there. That's, I mean, uh, that's pretty good. Dangle, the Patriot, the U.S. Express, and Dustin Rhodes. That is fantastic. <laughs> now, a team of that many patriotic baby faces could only face a group of uh, foreign heels. Know, like I said, foreign heels, and they are called yeah. the Foreign Fanatics. And they are managed <laughs> by. The Grand Wizard of Wrestling. <laughs> Eureka! First, the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. Yeah. The epitome, Eric says, of the evil heel. Their partner, William Regal. Nice. Says, always loved the character, can bring an air of class to the Foreign Fanatics team. Their partner, 
Bret the Hitman Hart, heel Ooh, in the USA, All right. hero to Canada, and a guy who could go move for move with Kurt Angle. That is brilliant. Yeah. Because you're right. It's evil heel Hart Foundation Bret from the 90s. Which, uh, man, did he get booed everywhere except Canada, <laughs> didn't he? Yeah. And, and I guess the UK. When they went to the UK, they got cheered there, too. So the wizard introduces his foreign fanatics and then introduces the team captain, Sergeant Slaughter. Comes out and calls the audience a bunch of long-haired punks. I can't do Sergeant Slaughter. Athletes that pick on smaller countries, athletes, and a wannabe superhero, and an overweight American typical of the USA. And that's why he is leading the foreign fanatics to take down the American dream and all that it stands for. Eric says, just thinking about the verbal war that Dusty and Slaughter could have with each other. That is a hell of a team right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's great. Yeah, that would be it's crazy. Just Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> yeah, just just have him out there be. You know, Dusty, this is Dusty Rhodes here, yeah, the American Dream, and you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> Sarge sounds a little like Vince McMahon. Yeah. You're <laughs> fired. <laughs> oh, boy. You've never done a push up in your life, you fat slob. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. So, yeah. That is brilliant. This one's for. This one's for Bazooka. This one's for Gung Ho. This one's for Doom. This one's for the US of A. And this one's for me. So good. That's my fondest memory of Slaughter. Yeah. Slaughter's Marauders, baby. Yeah. Mercy. Eddie disease. Yeah, the, Eddie Ren- disease. The, rough, the, the Renegades. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Kicked out of pro football for breaking too many rules. <laughs> <laughs> Former Cobra Viper who's seen the light. Don Circus Acrobat with one too many bats in his belfry. Yep. Is that Mercer, Red Dog? Taurus. And Taurus, yeah. Taurus, and then uh, uh, Falcon got something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The men can go in, the boys can stay behind. Sir <laughs> was English for some reason, but anyway, <laughs> thank you very much, Eric. That is a uh, that is a hell of a Survivor Series match. I would be personally very excited to see the uh, the American Dreams take on the Foreign Fanatics. Yes, when uh, I die and go to heaven and everybody's dead, I'm making God book that. Yeah, <laughs> Eric, write in who's the survivors of the match. Who survives in that match, guys? Yeah, oh, who's I, I think. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you, if you really want my opinion, I think Bret Hart is the sole survivor of that match. Oh, okay. Wait, That's how I booked when and like, like looking back at it now, or booked in the eighties, early nineties. I, I guess I don't know. I guess it would have to kind of be back then, right? Because okay. some of these guys don't all line up. Right. So, so you know I'm saying, so if you're booking it, I'm hanging because it's all fantasy booking anyway. So you're booking it in the early nineties, and uh, you're gonna have Vince McMahon book it. The sole survivor is Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. <laughs> Makes no sense, right? Can't be Dusty Rhodes. Huh, no one knows who Dusty Rhodes is. That fat lad. You gotta have 
You know, it's not like Johnny, you know, Johnny and Ace is over there going, he's so vascular. Look at that, man. You know, <laughs> yeah. Vince, you're looking very vascular today, Vince. Very. Thank you. Thank you. Vince, you're Animal looking brother. very vascular. Yeah, you're very vascular today, Vince. Well, I didn't know that. Drew, you're free to go. <laughs> um, yeah, I would mean, again, if you booked it in the 80s. In the NWA, Dusty Rhodes is your sole survivor. So yeah. I'm just saying. If Dusty Rhodes did book it. I have to be the sole survivor. Look, you got to send the people home happy. If yeah. the Derek and Dream loses, they're going to be crying in their beers all night. Cannot have that. Can't have the kids they need to be. They need to be out there partying. Hotty, hotty. Oh, my God. So. Oh, man. <laughs> what do you think, uh, listeners? Eric, why don't you send us in? Who would Who would be your sole survivor in the... The American Dreams versus the Foreign Fanatics. Or I just I shouldn't say Soul Survivor, just Survivors. Survivors is good enough, yeah. Yes. Uh, so we have one more email. We're going to empty out the sack. Ugh. So do you have, like, some Gatorade or... Myth, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have any sports drink? I seem to have left all of my electrolytes inside your door tub. Uh, our... <laughs> Uh, oh, maybe man. the greatest scene ever in American Dad yeah. when uh, he takes out Bullock and then yeah. all that. But anyway, that that, we're not an American Dad podcast. So uh, yeah. our our last email tonight comes from Russell Bragg again, yeah. loyal listener, loyal emailer. Thank you, Russell, for writing in again. And this time the topic is get back to the wrestling for video game, video game, video game. I sure do love my video game. So mm. Russell writes. Hey guys, this episode was a fun one. I don't get to play video games much anymore, but I still have some wrestling games. My very first was the SNES version of Royal Rumble. Oh yeah. Uh, yes, because we had the Genesis version of Royal Rumble, oh, yeah. but the Super Nintendo one came out about like a few, came out a while before it, at least uh, at least six months, I want to yeah. say. Yeah. Because that was the whole deal with Acclaim was like a Nintendo exclusive publisher, and then they started then. They made a shell company called Flying Edge that started publishing for the Genesis. And uh, so the rosters are a little bit different. But, man, that, that game, we played the hell out of that game. Oh, yeah, we that. did. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and, uh, and actually, uh, Russell will have a comment about that here in a minute. He goes, <laughs> I also remember having the Raw and Super WrestleMania games, too, which were fun. My second system was the Sega Genesis. Truth be told... The only reason I bought a Sega Genesis was to get their version of Royal Rumble, which <laughs> featured Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. I mean, at the time, it was funny because when that came out, that was what, like 92? 91, yeah. 92, I want to say. So yeah. Hogan was starting to go to yeah. the back burner a little bit, but he was in the, 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 the Genesis version of it. So you could, you know. Have him fight the Undertaker or, or Rick Martel or, you know, have him go with a fight Lex Luger, whatever you want. So, uh, yeah, that's great. I love that. that. Russell was a big enough Hulkamaniac that he bought a Genesis just to get that version of Royal Rumble. That, that's awesome. Yeah. I've now bought two systems just to play Spider-Man games, the Genesis and the PlayStation 4. So I feel <laughs> you. I feel you. One of them was a little more expensive than the other, though. Uh, so. Yeah, but I'm an adult now. I'll be, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I actually have considered buying a PS4. Literally to get the new Fire Pro. Like I'm looking at, yeah. I'm looking at what else I might want to buy. I'm like, eh, the new Fire Pro would be worth buying a whole PS4 for. And, and uh, worst, you get the get the you can get the slim one used pretty cheap now. Well, but I'm saying, but the worst problem is it, uh, the bigger problem than everything else is 
is I don't have someone telling me no. I have the I have uh, the smallest member of the N1C Mafia over here going, yeah, Dad, let's buy it. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, good idea. So, buy it, yeah. I'm going to wait till it drops in price because it's still like 55 bucks, so it's like, got to wait a little bit. Yeah. Probably right, it's the only reason I'd even buy a PS4. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go on, Lou. Uh, Russell continues. I remember having the PC wrestling text game you guys were talking about. Oh my god! Yeah, Rampage Wrestling. <laughs> Rampage. I don't remember if it was on a five and a quarter inch or three and a half floppy or how I even got it, but it was fun. <laughs> I bought the Sega CD just to play the Rage in the Cage wrestling game. If I remember, <laughs> I had a terrible time trying to escape that cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so real. Sega CDs escaped real quick anyway. No one bought them. So. I had no, one. Sega, Sega CD held on for a little bit longer. The 32X is the one that really crashed oh, and burned. I had that too. And I didn't have my a, friend. I had a TV that couldn't support the uh, the dedicated video line on it. So I got it, got it for Christmas, hooked it up. It's like there's nothing on the screen. I'm getting the backgrounds. I'm not getting anything in the foreground. Thought it was the game. Nope. Didn't have a great TV. Yikes. <sighs> I, we, we did not have, we had a first generation Genesis. We did not have a Sega CD or a 32X. Um, I feel like I'm not a good enough Sega guy because I've only owned, you know, Master System Genesis, Game Gear, Saturn, and uh, Dreamcast. Uh, Dreamcast and Nomad because I haven't had the, the Sega CD or the 32X. You're not missing much other than Sonic CD and Final Fight on, yeah. on Sega CD. Yep. And 32X, yeah, they had a Doom port that was all right, and they had uh, Star Wars Star, Arcade. Star Wars right. Arcade, yeah, Star Wars Arcade was a good one. Uh, but you know, but again, we're not a, we're not a Sega. Uh, Sega, Sega. Uh, Russell continues. Uh, if I, uh, I think that is about it until I met Amanda, who was a video game junkie. When yeah. we met, she had a Nintendo 64. I don't think she had any wrestling games, but I think we bought some of the WCW games. Oh, yeah, off. those were so good. Yeah. That was back in the day. It's like WCW versus, as like WCW Revenge and WCW versus the World. Right? From WCW versus NWO, versus yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I'm not sure that we have any of them anymore. We bought more game systems, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, Xbox, GameCube, and still have some of those games. Showdowns, Legends of Wrestling. WWE 2K, yeah, he's just listing games he's got. All I mean, these are these are games that are, are too are on systems too new for me to have played, so I don't have a lot of experience with these. <laughs> Those Legends of Wrestling games, that's a series I wish it kept going because the first game was decent, second game was better. Yeah. And the creator wrestler in that was so deep, man. If you took the time, you could make pretty much anybody, and they were pulling in all the guys from like that just all these different territorial promotions. Like, it had, like, all the Von Erics and everything. It was dope. Yep. Mm. <sighs> Good times. Uh, Russell continues, My wife got mad at the 2K games because she could never get Shawn Michaels to beat the Boogeyman. <laughs> well, he's coming to get you. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, what? I mean, I mean that that's a little... I mean, I don't know. You've got a legitimate wrestling icon, first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the greatest performers of all time, and then Shawn Michaels. So I'm not really sure how, you know, you can expect that matchup to go your way, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Uh, Russell continues, hopefully I can get back to playing them all someday. I thank you for this trip down 
video game memory lane, and I just lost the email. Where did it go? I hit an arrow trying to scroll it down. Here it goes. It was very enjoyable. Keep up the great work. Uh, Russell Bragg, Clarksburg, West Virginia. Yeah, thank you very much, Russell. Thank that you, episode Russell. was a lot of fun because, yeah. you know, it was a lot of fun for that because, you know, you brought at least one game I had never heard of to that. And, you know, Which it's video games one? and wrestling. It was like the tag, like it was some tag team game for the NES that I, you, you mentioned that I'd never heard of on that. The, the and muscle Jay one? And I kind of, yes, that was it. The muscle one. Yeah. Kanikuman, yeah. Kanikuman. But, you know, with video games, there's such a there's such a broad. It's not like nowadays where it's like, oh, the new WWE game, you know. Oh, it's a yearly uh, release. Wrestling October. games were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I, yearly you know, wrestling game. Yeah. Well, yeah. Re- wrestling games was a whole, you know, it, it was it was like the Wild West. Right. You didn't know what you were going to get. Yep. Ooh. You didn't know who was going to be in it, what the engine was going to be, you know, anything like that, whether there were real or fake wrestlers, <laughs> you know, so. Very uh, you know, of quality. Yeah, I mean, you, you got, you know, at, at the top of the heap, obviously, Sega Master System Pro Wrestling, you know, <laughs> Mad Soldiers, Orient Express, Crush Brothers, and Great Mass Men, you know, mm-hmm. clearly the top video game of all time uh, for, for wrestling. Uh, I don't think anyone will argue with me on that one, uh, just, and, I, and I won't open it for debate for that very reason. The best pickup and, <laughs> pick and play one. <laughs> the best pick up and play wrestling game of all time, though, was probably Saturday Night Slam Masters. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, God. Because that's still not a wrestling game, that's the problem. <laughs> Yeah, it's a beat em up within the squared circle. It's yeah. wrestling. Yeah. But I love that you still have to get a pin. Yes. Yeah. 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 And so it is, it's not just like, you know, a fighting game where they happen to be in a ring. You've got to pin them. So. Yeah. Or, or there it says, um, you can also get a submission. Like Big Titan can, can choke people out with his, uh, he's got like a double hand, like a goozle. Yeah. And he can choke people out and, and actually get them to, to submit. <laughs> But yeah. uh, oh no! But that, that's why that's why I, that's one of the reasons I think we went with that topic. That we just knew there was so many directions yeah. you could see yeah, in yeah, wrestling yeah. video games, and uh, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the modern style. It it, it doesn't. I, don't I know, can't figure them out. I bought not really I bought 2K18 last or early this year, and I, I still haven't won a match. I don't know what the hell I'm that's doing. The push the push pull counter mechanic on the N64 WCW games. I wanted to go back to that. Because at least I felt like I had a shot, you know. But that's yeah. that's one of the reasons that I've always been since we were introduced, and we talked about this on the show. But since we were introduced to it on um, on Six Man Scramble for Fire Pro Wrestling, the timing system where it doesn't reward it doesn't reward mashing. luck, it doesn't reward button mashing. You, it's it's timing and strategy. Yeah. And and if you don't follow, if, if you don't, if you try to go out there and throw power bomb at first move, you're going to get reversed and you're going to get beat. So and, and so I like that. And, but I, again, I understand that's that game is very Japanese and doesn't appeal to everybody. But uh, that's why they make different video games, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Some people like don't like super uh, obscure Japanese games. <laughs> I don't know. If I if I can fire a fire pro and go choke slam some dudes as a Kiritawe, that's a good afternoon for me. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> okay, so, so that is. Hang on, Luke, one second. So ready for this, Chris? So when we went down before uh, Jesse and and Jacob were born and all that, right? We went. Uh, Kelly and I went. Oh, no, Jacob was born. We uh, Kelly yeah, and I went this down. This was right after Jacob was born. right. Yeah, he's he's little and and Kelly's still pregnant with Jesse. I literally brought a copy of Fire Pro Wrestling down to Luke's. Right, and, and I, I, I imported because he couldn't get one down there. I imported it from New York down to him, 
And, and he, I go, here we go. We're going to play, right? And we're like, he's like, I don't even know if I have two controllers. We had to go to the store uh, and buy another controller. Yeah. No, it's okay. And then we also picked up like a football game or something else too. Um, I think football had to be something. I really no, we got, no, we got, no, we got, uh, we got, yeah, we got an, uh, Madden right. and we got an MLB, the show and we got the uh, PlayStation two Iron Man. So we got, right. So, but like, literally I go, I brought this only from New York cause the, cause the, the game sub up here had three copies and I bought all three copies. Um, <laughs> and people are like, why do you need three copies? Like, well, one went to my brother, one's my backup and the other one's the game we, we actually played on. And, Funny thing is, Haley, who doesn't play video games, we actually broke out Fire Pro. Um, we dusted off the PS2 and got it working and got it whatever. Fire Pro, and she's like, "This is really hard." And I'm like, "Yes, yes, it is." As I am just wrecking her and her mother constantly in the game. So we so we had to go get 2K17, which is the highest PS3 goes to. And then there, I wreck her in that too. But I'm like, "This is not so mine." Like, it's just like, "Oh, finisher, 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 finisher." She's like, Dad, why do you keep hitting with the power bomb? I'm like, because this game has no logic. So <laughs> it's fun, but it's no logic. But, you know, so now my goal has been to unlock all of the championship belts. I have to win more matches, unlock all the people. So can't do that in two player. Gotta get, anyway, got to get that 100 percent. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. So. All right. So that is that we have emptied our sack. That is all of our email. So uh, please, please send in your thoughts on uh, uh, WrestleMania five or uh, any of the other uh, uh, you know, topics that we've talked about here, whatever your thoughts are on AEW, your memories of Harley race, uh, any, anything you want to talk about wrestling, please send us email, get back to the wrestling at yahoo.com. As I said, um, we are uh, also can be found on Twitter just search for at GBTTW podcast. Please give us a follow. We are also using the hashtags, hashtag get back to the wrestling, hashtag N1C and hashtag N1C mafia. We'd ask that you please use that. You can find us on Facebook. In addition to uh, seeing the three of us on the uh, two true freaks and two true freaks cantina groups. You can also of course find us in our own get back to the wrestling group. So please go and join the group and you can post all your wrestling thoughts there and have discussions with all of the other listeners. And uh, if you want to see us mostly messing around with wrestling shirts and wrestling toys, uh, go to <laughs> yeah. YouTube. You, if you go to YouTube, you can find us at just search for get back to the wrestling as a channel. And uh, please subscribe, like, and comment on those videos. We would greatly appreciate it. Every bit yes. that you help us on social media helps us out tremendously. Yeah. Just one last thing, just in case anyone's worried Hasbro collection completed uh in the the retail ones i don't have the mailaways but so i I, people argue with me that they the the red heart the purple isn't that's not the mailaway one you can't prove it is or it isn't but still it's all completed series one simbas are completed i even got the star toy jake roberts which i showed these guys which is insane looking um so yeah it was i I said i'm gonna do this and i did it and got it there so just all right if if anyone was worried because I know Chris did his uh, great unboxing there where he showed off the uh, the the return of the original three he had there. Yeah. Um, and then I've sent Luke They're some over the, the years. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they are cool. So now I'm and, working uh, on the you st- And you're, I was going to say, but you're also, you're also have a complete, you have a complete men on card and a complete loose set of retros. Is that right? Or I, I have a complete set of M on card, mint on card retros. I have every one of them. I have some loose I've actually wind up selling off and trading. Like I had a I had a loose Kofi that turned into um, 
you know, a, a, an old Hasbro Randy Savage. Like, I was able to trade him. I actually sold my extra Randy Savage men on card, the green trunks. I got two from ringside. That one, actually, I used that basically as currency to get myself, um, oh, who was it? I'm trying to think. Uh, might have been a Purple Razor, and it might have been somebody else. I don't remember what it was, but it was pretty good trades and stuff. And um, yeah. the shame is, that, well, for those who don't know, again, this maybe people don't know this, because um, maybe not everyone's a bunch of nerds like, you know, us. Yeah. Um, the retros are technically on hiatus. Um, for those who don't understand what I mean, the retros are the old, they're the, not old, they look like the old Hasbros, but they're the new toys. Um, what we can do, and I've been doing this every time I see them, again, there are a lot of them are on clearance, five bucks, whatever. Um, I'm buying everyone I see. Um, I have a bunch of mint on card here. I'm looking at an AJ here. I have a, a Chris Jericho. Um, it, you know, the only way they're ever going to bring them back is if, if all of a sudden there's a demand for them. Uh, but I got a feeling we're never going to see any more retros. But you know what? We got the diesel finally. It may not look like diesel, but we got diesel. Yeah, uh, so, <laughs> the fake diesel. Yeah, it looks it, like the fake diesel. It Absolutely. actually looks more like the fake diesel than the real diesel. So, um, but it's okay. Can't believe we the only guy to get two figures in the line besides uh, uh, Kevin Owens was Glenn Jacobs. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the, the worst part is the Kevin Owens is literally the exact same figure he replaced with Enzo or Enzo, Cass, right? Enzo, right? Enzo, yeah. And they just took the same figure and took a different shirt on him, and. People are like, oh, my God, that's crazy. And I'm like, okay, what do you think they're going to do? Like, they had to yeah. do something, you know. Yeah, of, well, I mean, you know, you can't you can't predict that, you yeah. know, it's a last-minute thing. you got to do what you got to do with right. the steal, and he at least you, made sense. You can't sense. predict that Enzo and Cash are a bunch of big morons. Especially Enzo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, uh, just, just as an aside, okay, and I and I'm gonna and uh, and I'll and I'll 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 explain my caveat at the end of this. If you would have told me that of the team of Enzo, Big Cass, and Carmella. That Carmella'd be the last one standing <laughs> on TV every week. I'd have called you a liar. Yeah. And I'm only saying and let me add my caveat. I love Carmella. Carmella is one of my absolute favorites uh, of the current roster. She's a she's a she's a pretty good follow on Twitter. She's, you know, I, I love her character. Uh, you know, she's got a great look. She she works for her style, she works really well. She's not one of these, you know, super technical uh, girls, but she works really well. I love Carmella. Okay, I'm not saying that's not a knock on Carmella, but if you if you had told me that Vince would not keep the guy that's seven foot tall and you can't teach that <laughs> over the other two, I wouldn't have believed. It. So, so I mean, props to Carmella. I'm glad I'm glad that she's the last one standing. Yeah, but I'm just surprised. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, I mean, and who would have ever guessed that Enzo and uh, Joey. Joey Jabega Donuts to Janello, Jello, whatever his name is. Joey Janella there. Um, yeah, fucking piece of shit he is. Um, who would have figured those two morons would have gotten a fight at a Blink-182 concert? So who even knew Blink-182 still a band? That's, uh, so. can, it be, can it be called a fight when all you do is front and don't actually throw a punch? Yeah, I don't know. They act like a bunch of bitches, but they are a bunch of bitches. I mean, I'll give it this way. I, I mean, as much as, you know, I mean... I mean, Enzo is Enzo, whatever kind of thing. And Joey, bag of donuts there, Janela, Jello, face, whatever, you know, kind of thing. It's fine. I mean, they, I mean, we're talking about, again, is anyone a winner here in a, in a bunch of losers like that? So, no. So, and, uh, the, oh, but I'm not supposed to say that because Joey Janela wrestles for AEW and you're supposed to love AEW. AEW, AEW is the most perfect form of combat sports ever. Yes. Ever. Okay. And if you so, don't believe me, just go on Twitter. All right. AEW is clearly booked by a bunch of different people 
because everything looks different. And then you get to the point like, holy shit, that was really good. Oh, wait, that's Cody's segment. Every yeah. single time. Yeah. Every time. So. Cody learned from the best, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if you're watching the show, you're like, man, that was really good. Oh, it's Cody's segment. That was yeah. really good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I really don't love that Sean Spears hit him with a, like, like a chair oh shot God. that was broken in half. But it's like, um, but it was really good TV, though. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's Sean Spears. He's a great hand. Yeah, buddy. he's a great hand. <laughs> I, 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 want that, I want that foam hand that says great on it. It's a hand that says good on it. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm not going to lie. You know, uh, Sorry, I, I was Heath, listening. Sorry, Kurt Heath, he stole that. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I had that same hand. Uh, but uh, I, I, I was listening to them, and, and Kurt Hawkins said that he had the foam hand that said good. I went and looked up if I could get a, a custom foam finger that just said good on it. Yeah. And you can, so yeah. there are custom foam would, fingers out there. I'd totally buy that. I would be, and, you know, I'm not trying to riff on Kurt and Heath because that was really good. Who's Lucy? So <laughs> who's Lucy? <laughs> Thank you, Booker H. That's awesome. And I, I was sporting my Stang shirt the other day. Uh, <laughs> my favorite was always Stang. Stang. Anyway, <laughs> wait a minute. The real LeBron James is buying your wrestling finger. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, Christian. I know you don't listen to that podcast, but it's really funny. So. <laughs> Which one is that one? Sorry. Anyway. It's the major wrestling figure. I've podcast. started watching them on YouTube, so I'll, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I'll get around to those references eventually. Yeah, the thing is, Heath Slater is is comedy gold, even though he's not trying to be funny. He just is. <laughs> and that's why I, I, I actually considered buying I Got Kids, that shirt, just so I could wear yeah. it around. But I was like, and I got to get it my size. I'm waiting for the, 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 the Amazon runs their specials where there's prime shipping and, you know, all the bigger sizes or whatever. So, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty, I'll need this job, but uh, but uh, yeah. So thank you again for listening. Please, please write in. Please email. Please, uh, uh, you know, check us out on social media. Give us a shout on Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and uh, we'd really appreciate that. And I uh, don't know what we're going to be covering next, but I'm sure it's going to have something to do with with pro wrestling. Pro wrestling, uh, as, yeah. as the in the in the immortal words of my very good friend, former. New Wave Pro Wrestling heavyweight champion and uh, current uh, New York City stand-up comic Bob Hansen. I'm not pro-life. I'm not pro-choice. I'm pro-wrestling. Well said. <laughs> yeah. The so guys, any any uh, any last thoughts before we sign off the show here? Yeah. I think we're good. Yeah. yeah. W- WWE Network, fix your friggin' service. They did. They did. It only took seven or eight updates of me bitching on Twitter. But they finally figured it out. So. I don't know. I still had trouble with it tonight watching NXT. Oh, so. did you? Well, yeah. I, I can say this. On my phone, it only took three updates all in the same day. And on Amazon, the Fire Stick, it only took four updates there. But they finally got it done there. So now it's at least, if it's not perfectly in sync, it's enough where I can't see it. Um, yeah. But it doesn't work on the on your Kindle anymore. So, hey, that's oh. fun. Yeah. Yeah, love and, it. And 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 like my iPad, it's like, oh, your iPad can't is not new enough. Oh, awesome! Like I need yep. an even newer iPad. So yeah. anyway, so All another right. story. Well, today. hey, yeah, another another bitch fest for another day. So, uh, <laughs> but hey, you know what though? Hey, what did what did what did we say earlier? If you you don't have to watch WWE, you got other options to watch wrestling I now. Know. You don't have to watch their stuff if you don't yeah. want to. All I know, know is this, if if the New Japan. Uh, subscription. If it included all their like major shows, pay per view kind of things, I, I gotta look into it. If it includes that, I think I might be signing up for that. 
know, yeah. to watch, yep. uh, you know, to watch uh, Wrestle Kingdom and also I, I would love to watch that stuff. But it doesn't, if it doesn't include that, I'm just like, that's what I want to want to see. So, you know, kind of thing. Right. You know, yep. it's like ROH. ROH is like, sign up for this. I'm like, oh, it'd be great. Include the pay-per-views? No, we'll give you like 10% no. off. I'm like, I don't want to keep paying for them. Like, yeah. I well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, we, we, well, you know, R- Ring of Honor needs to get 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 some new get some more people on the roster. They are yeah. just <laughs> depleted because, as we've said before, not only did they lose all of the elite, not only did they lose SoCal Uncensored, they, they not only did they lose Punishment Martinez, uh, they've lost Juice Robinson, they've lost Tanel Dashwood. Uh, you know, th- there's talk of Bandito not uh, not coming back after he's done with his run. They're about to lose Marty Skrull. It's like it, you need some more people. You just need some more bodies here, guys. Yeah. You know, so, but that again, that that is a rant for another day. Um, as uh, I am repeatedly told online, nobody watches ROH but me, evidently. So yeah, and me. So, <laughs> when I remember, yeah. well, that, well, like you want ROH I forgot. <laughs> I watch my we're, MLW. We're in a, <laughs> a, a Sinclair market. I mean, I can watch them on the actual television. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. But in any event, uh, so we are, thank you everyone for downloading and listening again. Please check us out on social media. Please give us a shout on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And uh, until next time, we'll see you at the matches. Are you going to take care of Ron Killens? What kind of disgusting, despicable, despicable, Lack of respect. Does that Billy What's-His-Name show booking a match for the total package Lex Luger and Super Brawl? Super Saturday? What is it? I don't even know what it's called. What is it called? Super Brawl Saturday. Super Brawl Saturday? Can he afford to pay me to wrestle run? I don't know. I'm one of the biggest legends stars ever in this. God. And your t-shirts are too tight too, Billy. And you book a match with me against Ryan Killings. Look at me! I'm a total package! I will rip him apart! I'm pissed now! No, don't you walk away from me, Daniel! Don't you walk away! I'm the one that loves the fans! I'm the one that loves everyone and everything! You're the one that gets up and walks away every single time! You're the coward! Will you stop?